Hi guys, welcome and welcome back to another episode of Solovision. It's week eight. That's wild. I don't have my ring on. Gotta do better. I don't have my bracelet on. It's just like, listen, I just be trying to get through stuff through the day. All right. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? How's your week been going? Um, If you are one of the two people that watch my podcast, sorry, my nose itches. If you're one of the few people that watch my podcast, you know that last week we didn't upload an episode because there was technical difficulties. We were posting we. I'm saying we like it's not me. I was posting on Thursdays because I switched from Tuesdays to Thursdays because I thought Thursdays was going to work for me. But Thursdays actually don't work for me. Tuesdays work better. So now that gave me the opportunity, thankfully, I think that was a sign, to switch back to Tuesdays. So here we are on Tuesdays. And now I am also filming on Tuesdays. Did you need to know that information? No, you did not. But I gave it to you because we're getting more and more comfortable talking to you. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not sure. Um, but I hope this video finds you well. I hope that, you know, things are looking up for you. And if they're not, things will be looking up for you eventually. I know it will. Um, so this week, oh, getting up yesterday's video was... You know what? We're not there yet to be talking like this. So we're going to jump into our affirmations. And with these affirmations, I feel like I just want to say them to you guys and set the tone for each and every episode. You know, give give some uplifting words. And I'm going to pause after I say each one so that you can say them with me if you choose to do so. So we can, you know, get this, get these vibes together. I think that's what it is affirmation vibes that's what we're gonna call it i think i named all the segments and most of the most of the names for the segments popped up while i was filming okay so are you guys ready like the video if you're ready okay let me stop today i am brimming with energy and overflowing with joy so for those of you pause for those of you that don't know because I didn't know. Brimming means to be full to the point of overflowing. Because I had to look that up. Today I am brimming with energy and overflowing with joy. I am superior to negative thoughts and low actions. I have been given endless talents which I begin to utilize today. I forgive those who have harmed me in my past and peacefully detach from them. A river of compassion washes away my anger and replaces it with love. If you're married, my marriage is becoming stronger, deeper, and more stable each day. That can be any relationship, actually, not just if you're married. I possess the qualities needed to be extremely successful. For business owners, my business is growing, expanding, and thriving. Creative energy surges through me and leads me to new and brilliant ideas. Happiness is a choice. I base my happiness on my own accomplishments and the blessings I've been given. 
My ability to conquer my challenges is limitless. My potential to succeed is infinite. Those were good. Those were good. Now, if you have been here for the beginning, well, first of all, tell me how those affirmations made you feel because they made me feel, they made me feel good. They made me feel good. Those are great things to say to yourself. And if you need practice being kind and uplifting yourself, these affirmations are, it's more than I am this, I am this. It's just like, these are more specific. I like these. So, but what I was going to say before is that if you have been here for a while, for the other past six episodes, because seven doesn't count, I was saying affirmations that, you know, I thought of, I came up with, but I ran out. So these are from the World Wide Web, and I just pick ones that, you know, sound really good and resonate. So um, let me know how you feel about the affirmations. I would like to hear all right, so we're gonna join, jump. We're gonna join. We're gonna jump into our deep topic, and the deep topic is literally what this show is based upon. Um, all the other stuff was just, you know, thrown in there because obviously you have to make a show. But the main message is the deep thought, and these things are supposed to be something that will speak to your soul. These are things that come to me. I don't really have to think about it. I just write down. Write it down whenever it comes and pops up in my brain so that I can relay said messages to you. So last week, we talked about... What did we talk about last week? Believe in people when they tell you exactly how they are, right? And you can't expect for people that hurt you to want to do right by you, right? And in that video, I talked about closure. And I said I, we'll talk about closure. Closer. I said we'll talk about closure. Closure in the next week and here is the next week right so a lot of us feel like we need a lot of us feel like when we have been in situations with people that have done us wrong in order to move on from that we need closure we need to know why they did this why they did that is there anything that i did right this is tricky because with closure it's nice to have one, it's nice to have, but two, you need to know that you don't need it. Three, I wouldn't put too much faith in trusting someone that has hurt you multiple times before. If people have done you wrong and you decide to leave them and you want to know why they were the way they were or vice versa, if they leave you and you still want to know why, you shouldn't put your healing, you shouldn't base your healing or the rate at which you heal from that person, you should not put that in their hands because they are the ones that hurt you. You get what I'm saying? You don't need closure because even in your quest for closure, we'll go into it, they'll either not try, not want to give you closure They'll react negatively, which adds more to your backpack of what you need to heal from. Or three, they don't tell you the truth. And sometimes that happens. So I want you to know that plain, point blank, like this video will be very simple. You do not need closure. You don't need closure to heal. Quite frankly... You waiting and expecting for someone to provide you said closure is also stopping you or or 
preventing you from healing as rapidly or at the pace that you normally would because you're putting that weight on that person to give you closure. It's not conducive to your healing to put your healing on the outcome of what you receive from someone. It's quite possible to heal from all the things that you need to heal from without needing closure from any outside party that hurt you. Now, we're going to look up the definition of closer. Close. This word is going to bother me all day. Closure. But there's so many people that are on social media or like I've seen leave relationships or even friendships or even have things with, you know, family members, parents, whatever it is. And they think that they have to confront them to get closure in order to heal. And it's not. Stop prolonging your healing journey. Stop putting other people in your healing journey. This healing journey is on is for you and you only. Now, I'm not saying that closure doesn't help. If you are able to receive closure from someone, a party that hurt you, then that's fine. And that's great. And that probably is better than not. It most definitely is better than not receiving closure. But don't think that you can't move on with your life without receiving closure. Because that's not true. For some reason, closure is like, if I don't get this, the, 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 the stigma around closure is if I don't get closure, if they don't tell me what's wrong with me, then I'll never know and I'll never be able to move on. I'll never be able to figure things out. But if you spend enough time with yourself, you'll figure out what, well, one, one, you can't base, one, you should spend time with yourself. And not saying that you'll figure out what's wrong with you, but if you spend time alone, you'll realize there's certain things that you do that, you know, might not come off as appealing to others and or or but at the same time, big but at the same time. It's not fair to you to have other people basically tell you what's wrong with you because what they tell you can be something that's good about you that they just don't like because you're threatening or triggering them in a certain way from certain things that they are dealing with. You get what I'm saying? So you're subjecting yourself to being judged by people that, of course, if you feel like you need this closure, you're going to put a lot of weight on what they say to you and you're going to want to change who you are. But who's to say that you actually need to change? Now, there are some people that really need to change who they are because obviously there's some terrible people out here that do some terrible things. But... But, 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 you might be a good person. You really care about what this person thinks about you. And if you add another factor of this person hurting you, obviously, why, what's, what's the, why not hurt you one more time? You know what I'm saying? So they could either be telling you lies or coming from a place that is only of their perspective and not really understanding why you probably trigger them or why this relationship really didn't work out or they're probably the person that thinks that you really they're probably a person that thinks that you're the problem when they don't realize that it was probably them now i can't say for sure what was going on because clearly i don't know everybody's specific situation but i just don't want you to subject yourself to the opinion or the judgment of someone else that you clearly don't get along with anymore
That's all I'm saying. But if you are able to, I am not saying that you should not get closure or try to get closure. And then we can go into this situation or like the example of like, all right, so they probably won't lie to you or try to hurt you, but they'll probably come off as aggressive and they're coming off as aggressive and you're trying to talk things out and, you know, figure out where things went wrong and they're getting upset and angry and they start blaming you and they're yelling at you and things just go crazy. Is that worth getting that closure? You don't want to be... The reason why you're not with this person, you're, you're not with this person for a reason. You don't want to be interacting with someone that you clearly don't like anymore. There's reasons why for certain people, if someone has anger issues, if someone is abusive, you don't need to be going, putting yourself back into those situations. You're better off just leaving them alone and cutting them off for good. You have to know in your head that you have to know in your head that they had to be the problem. Now, how do you move on without receiving closure? You take the pressure off of the other party, right? You can analyze that relationship or whatever, figure out by yourself, go through and look at things that you probably ignored. There are things you probably know that you ignored or you saw that were probably a flag, that was probably a flag, but you decided to ignore it. Go through figure out what happened you analyze what happened who was at fault who did that who did this who did this right after once once you analyze you realize like okay this person did that to me this person did that to me oh i was wrong here i shouldn't have did this blah 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 so you would be able to figure out like who that person is and what didn't work out all you need to know is why it didn't work out for you you don't, need to, you don't need for someone else to tell you why it didn't work out for them. That's their perspective. You need to know from your perspective that they weren't right for you. You need to know that, okay, well, maybe I did make some mistakes. Let me try to correct those mistakes within myself before I even move on to anyone else. Once again, all relationships. Let me try to fix what's going on here before I move on to anyone else. The closing, the closure and the closing process should really be about you learning about you. Whatever errors, whatever strong points you have, that is what you should be going with. Okay, specific example. If someone that you're with cheated on you, right, and you decided to leave, but you decided you needed closure, like, to know why they cheated on you. Because otherwise you think it's your fault. Well, before you even do that, you say, you say to yourself that it wasn't your fault. That person just really didn't care about my feelings or me as a person. And then you deal with that because that is hard. So you, you have your heartbreak, you cry, whatever it is that you do, however you get over things. But you don't need to then go to that person and they tell you negative things about yourself that either aren't negative, aren't true, there are certain people that say things when they're when they are upset and they don't have that filter to not say hurtful things that are not true. That could happen to you. If you're dealing someone if you're dealing with someone like that. So now you're in a situation where this person hurts you and then you go back and they hurt you even more. 
if that's what you want to do, you just have to know your person. You have to know what kind of person they are. Are they a person that lies in the heat of an argument just to hurt your feelings? Or are they someone that is very truthful and they will tell you the truth? That's what I think you should base that off of. But at the end of the day, if you don't get that closure, you tell yourself that there's nothing wrong with me. You uplift yourself. You are going to be hurt, obviously. You're going to be heartbroken, obviously. But all the work that needs to be done can be done within. Any healing work can be done from within. Because not in every situation, you're going to be able to get closure. You might get closer in some situations, but not in the other. And that's just life. You can't just have things your way. And that's just, that's just how it is. Alexa, Alexa, Alexa not in here, but I'm being extra. Alexa play Close the Door by Teddy Pendergrass. In certain situations, you just got to close the door. Your closure is closing the door. Because you don't need to be back in those situations. And to save you from being back in those situations and causing you more pain, you just dig within. You figure out what's wrong, what could have went wrong, what happened, and you just leave it at that. Asking for someone for closure is like dangling your mental health or putting your mental health in their hands. And you need to know what kind of hands you'll be putting your mental health in. You know what kind of person they are. There's a reason why you guys are not together. Now, if you're the one that did wrong in whatever situation and you want to know why you did wrong, you can also not have closure either. Because there's cases where you do someone wrong and they are not, they don't want to talk to you. And that's just how you have to accept it. So now you have to analyze and figure out where you went wrong. You'll be able to figure it out. Like, people aren't blind. Like, you know where you went wrong with certain people. People know. Everybody has sense. Everybody just act like they don't got sense. You act like you ain't got sense until people leave you. And now you want to know why. You know why. But closure is a great thing to have. But it's not a necessity to your growth. Only person that can help you grow and heal is you. If you don't want to heal and grow, you can keep blaming the fact that you never got closure. You don't know why you didn't work out with this person. Life will tell you why you didn't work out with something or someone. Life will show you like, oh, wow, this is why. That wasn't supposed to be because of this. Things happen. You just pay attention in life. You pay attention to things that are happening to you, the people that you encounter. You realize why certain things didn't work out. Just don't be in bed, boohoo crying, blaming yourself for everything because it's not your fault. You don't deserve to be putting your mental health in the lives of people that already showed you that they gave up on you. I'm not negating the fact that you are heartbroken you're you're in pain like you don't know how to operate because you are feeling immense pain right I'm not negating that fact because that happens when things happen like that right but you getting closure is not going to change anything about the situation you getting closure doesn't fix the fact that someone hurt you 
you shouldn't put your faith in the people that hurt you. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't put that much faith in the people that showed you and hurt you and put you in this painful situation in the first place. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, it's not going to change the fact that anything happened. It's not going to change the fact that this person had those characteristics that you didn't agree with. It's not going to change anything. You're still going to be heartbroken. And honestly, sometimes even when you do get the closure that you think you needed, it wasn't enough because... It doesn't really matter. I think society just makes you feel like you need to have closure. You need to speak to that person to finally, like, conclude everything. Like, no, you don't have to have a press conference after every heartbreak you have. You heal from it. You dig in within, dig into yourself. What? You spend time with yourself. You find your inner peace. You figure out all the things you analyze. I already, te- I already said all of that. Leave them in the dust and... You'll figure out why things didn't work. It always comes. It always does. Always will. Always has been. But yeah, so searching, well, searching for closure. And even if you do get that closure, it might not be enough. It might not. That person might not answer the questions that you want them to answer. You might end up leaving. You might, you're going to end up leaving like. People have so much thoughts and expectations on what closure is going to do for them. And I just want you to know that closure is not going to do anything of the sort it's better to just cut ties and move forward we don't you can't focus on the past you can focus on all the choices that you make today and every day after that to live a healthier and healed life and those are choices that you have to make you have to make the choice to reassure yourself that nothing's wrong with you you have to make the choice to to want happiness you have to make the choice to want to heal you have to make the choice to remember who you are who you were before all of this you have to make the choice to stand up you have to make the choice to just move forward every single day and never look back cutting ties is always the best solution it's just like anything else you don't want to be around anything that's causing you pain so cut the pain off you realize that you have a better life that's all i'm saying now you can argue it i don't know who else in the comments because i don't care (laughs) we moving forward and if you made that comment and it's a minute it's been commented a minute ago that's in the past and i don't like looking in the past But yeah, you can't trust the judgment of people and you can't put your trust in the judgment of people that you can't trust because you can't trust them. But here you in the heartbroken state, you're going to take that those statements from someone that you don't trust and you're going to take them to heart. And that's not OK, because those things might not be true. Now you have. You have. ooh, what kind of closure that is? That's. um, Dang, I need a word for it. It's like closure, but. It's not the true, so it's not true, untrue closure. That don't sound right. You got, got them. This is how my brain is working. There's a word I want to make up for this. This is not a word that people say. You got mismatched closure. You got, damn it, this is going to bother me. You have... I don't know. It's not coming up. Watch it come up later after filming. But you have an untrue 
closure now. You have closure that's untrue to you. Because you decide you want to go out here and make people tell you or make people apologize to you. Like, you can't control that. You can't control how they... You can't control... That's Yeah, that's an uncontrolled, like, area. You can't control how people are going to apologize or give you closure or tell you what happened, what was wrong. You can't control that. And that's the problem because the reasons I gave before. You can't control that environment of closure because... They can go off on you, go back abusive, depending on, you know, how y'all was doing. You know what I'm saying? They can lie to you. They can tell you untrue things that make you want to change things about yourself that aren't really true in the first place. So now you're going to be even more messed up than you were before because now you're trying to change for people. And we don't like changing for people, especially for people that did us dirty. Make that make sense, right? And you can really just do it without talking to them. You can, you can give yourself closure and heal without talking to them. You don't need closure from them. Remember, only thing that matters, only opinion, and only thing that matters should be the opinion of yourself. Now, obviously, how you show up in other relationships will tell you, like, okay, you probably need to fix this. You need to go work on that. You know what I'm saying? But for this specific or simple basis, um, yeah, it's not about that person anymore. It's about you because you're the one in pain. So keep the closure away from your brain. Keep the need or want for closure away from your brain because you don't need it, baby girl. Okay? You don't need it. You don't need to subject yourself to any more of that person. And I feel like I'm repeating myself. So we're going to move on to our Reddit topics of the day. Um, yup. I am from Florida. Fun fact. Okay. I am from Florida. And I think that the more I get comfortable is my armpit sweating. Yes, they is. Lord Jesus. I feel like the more I get comfortable on this, y'all gonna start hearing some Florida. And yeah, because I'm literally just talking to myself right now. But I hear some of it coming out because I'm getting more and more comfortable on, on the camera. Before the first couple of episodes, I was like, oh, don't say something stupid. But the three people that's watching, they think I say okay stuff. So I, uh, I'll keep going. All right. So our Reddit posts, we do Reddit. This, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So last week I found an actual name for this segment. And we're calling it Let Loose because we just got deep, so we need to let loose a little bit. Because I was just yelling at y'all just a little bit, telling y'all that y'all need closure. So now we're going to hop into Letting Loose. It's where we could breathe, we could laugh, we could chill out. You know, we find out weird, interesting topics. Um, so, yeah, if you're new here, that was for you. So the first topic is, what's the thing you wish the opposite gender would stop doing? Now I gotta find it. My best friend told me to stop singing, but I'm finna sing. All right. I wish that people of the opposite gender would stop assuming that kindness is a come on. They mean turn on. Yes, because I'm just a nice person. Doesn't mean I like you. Now you're gonna be thinking that we like each other, but no. 
because I'm a whole mirrored woman. I just nice. I say thank you. That's it. And you think I want you. I smile when I see people look into my eyes and you think I want you. That's not it. And men do that. I know a, I know a woman, a woman made this comment because men do that so much. You say hi, you're nice to them, the smallest things, and here they go, thinking that you want them. And I don't want you, so I do not want you. Okay? Men, listen up. If people are nice to you, it's not because they like you, they're just nice. Okay. I wish people would stop being surprised that my mother was the extremely abusive one and my father was the better parent. Too many times I get this surprise slash questionable look when I say, he meant to say, I say my mother was abusive and lost custody. Had someone who would not believe a mother would harm their children and I'm brainwashed by my dad. Right, comma, and my dad gave me those scars and the judge just decided to let him have us. Mothers can be evil too. I believe you. I feel like people are people, mother, father. Some people shouldn't be mothers. Some people shouldn't be fathers. I just don't understand how some moms can really be out here giving birth, either having a C-section or pushing a baby out of you, and you hate them. Like, there's a connection that most people have with their kids that even when they're crying, it hurts in here. If you're a mother, then you would know. There's something in here. So if you have a baby, I just can't understand. That's probably what it is. Can't understand why someone would not want to, sorry, be a good mom to their kids. I don't understand that. But I do believe that that's happened to you. And I'm very sorry. That's very unfortunate. Stop having weird reactions when I, a male, am on solo baby duty. Even my wife was brought up the weird even my wife has brought up the weird reaction she gets from other women when she mentions I've got the baby solo dolo. Yep. I was at a festival back in August with my family, family friendly, and it's always good. My youngest decided to have a breakdown and I took her away to calm her down. Three different women tried to take over from the parenting my from three different women tried to take over from me parenting my daughter and one just grabbed her and sat her on her knee and when i asked her what she was doing she scolded at me and turned her back on me so i couldn't see my daughter as you can imagine i went effing mental that is wild for first of all because you're touching somebody else's kid you get smacked up like don't be touching nobody kid you just feel like you got the you could just get up what kind of people what what be going through their heads to think I'm finna walk up and I'm finna touch this child, pick her up, put her on my knee? She's with her dad. I don't understand that because I've seen, I've heard from my husband how women are just like that. But for him, they just like find it attractive that he's watching, he's watching their, his kids. Like they're not his kids. Like, oh, wow. And they ask if he has a wife. Like, I think they automatically think he's a single dad, so they think it's their chance. And they ask him if he has a wife, and he's like, yeah. Or he be like, oh, I, they'll compliment him. He's like, yeah, my wife picked it out. And I'm like, oh, you have a wife? Duh, you think a man out here looking good and you don't got a wife? Come on now. But some women are, yeah. Yeah. They act like a dad isn't a parent, too. I know where it stems from, but still, like, their parents too 
Stop hitting on these single dads. Thirsty asses. Alright, next one. Assuming I have ulterior motives for being friendly. I don't want to sleep with you and I am not creeping on you. My natural mode is friendly and ready to help total strangers. It's not the most common thing, but it shouldn't be such a wild concept. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think you want to fuck me from that post. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, but for real, even when I help strangers, like, say the other day. Other day I was at the skating rink and there's this guy, like, he, he was with his wife and they have two kids and i know because it was in my way while i was skating but there was at one point where the husband i was sitting down the husband and the wife and the two kids were sitting to my left the mom and one of the kids went to go skate and i overhear the dad saying like oh i have to go get you another skate your skate's too small your skate's too small but i was taking my skates off to leave so i decided hey i heard you say that you need new skates what size like does she need to go up or down i get them for you he was like oh really thank you um so when I got the baby her skates and that's just being nice not saying he hit on me not saying any of that but I feel like I've been in situations or I've seen situations where it's like that would be either his wife being threatened that I'm trying to help or him trying to if he wasn't married then him trying to think that I'm and that's not the case like I've helped people I gave people wheels and they think that I'm trying to like I just want to help. Like, if you need something and I have it, then I can give it to you. But, like, y'all make people not want to help. That guy was fine, though. The married guy was fine. Because I, was, I wasn't even trying to stick around anyways. I gave him the skates and I just took my bag and I walked off because I had somewhere to go. But it's just some things like that. Or some things that, like, being nice should not mean anything other than a thank you. That's it. Men are weird. Girls ask me if I'm gay when I say I don't want to have sex right now. Like, come on. Sometimes I just want to chat. Why does not being horny all the time automatically mean I'm gay? I have heard a lot of men, or not a lot of men. I have heard from a particular male. I won't say who because I'm not sure if I can share this information. But I heard from a particular male that he was like this when he was growing up. And a lot of people thought he was gay or he had, you know, he wasn't packaged properly. But uh, he just didn't want to. He didn't like it like that. And he also didn't want to. All of them aren't like that. So if you didn't know that, then now you know. Yeah. So. Oh, this guy said my wife and I are divorcing and she's genuinely surprised I haven't been trying to get laid at every second. Like, yeah, no, mate. I had eyes for you and you got me going all the time, but I don't like hookups. And she knew that. So why she was so surprised blew my mind. Okay. <sighs> my mother does this one and it's infuriating. That's just how us women are. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that statement at all. Not just because she's a woman, not because she's a woman. But, like, that's just how I am? No. And he says, no, it's not how you are. Stop using the I'm a woman. That's how women are because you can't communicate like an effing adult. Especially don't use it to justify another woman doing the same effing thing. Edit. Boys will be boys is just a male equivalent. And that has been replied to my comment. Yeah. Just as bad. Like, no, you can't use those 
sayings to mask how bad of a person you're being to someone no is that considered gaslighting i don't know the terminology that's what it sound like you just using any old thing to say no nah, this i'm a woman don't look at me god may be a woman so i mean i can't communicate no actually you just need to communicate because women can do that anyone can do things anyone can work on things to make them better you just gotta want to i don't understand like there's just certain people that i could never just even try to have a conversation with because if you just say that's just how women how us women are i'm like ah, i gotta go because i don't want i don't like how your brain is moving i don't like how your brain works and i want to be part of none of this i don't agree you're just using it to mask how much of a up individual you are i hope my son didn't hear that effed up individual you are stop waiting for the guy to start the conversation you match me you talk for once oh wow that's true it goes both ways like if you yeah if you match say hey what's up how you doing hopefully you got some substance to you yeah most memorable experience i had on a dating site was a girl who messaged me with just hey and her profile said don't message me with just hey or hi read my profile and try to read my profile and try to start a real conversation the pressure on guys to not only start a conversation but also carry it's exhausting sometimes conversations go both ways very true y'all stop saying hey ask them how they doing like what you what what do you enjoy what do you enjoy doing on your spare time don't ask them about a job yet what do you enjoy doing on your spare time you have any cats? Do you have any dogs? Are you a cat or dog person? How many times do you shower a day? What else can you ask? What's your favorite candy? Are you into sneakers? Are you into anime? What kind of movies do you like? Stuff like that. Not hey. And then be... How are you going to say don't tell me hey and you saying hey? That's her thing. Only she can do that. Because us women are the way we are. You know? <laughs> Alright. Please keep watching. <laughs> To be honest, this goes for both genders, but assuming that because I'm single, that means I'm looking for someone or can't find someone to be with. Some of us just like to be single and don't mind it. Not much to not not much to it beyond that. My tongue be messing up, man. It's just my tongue. Yep. Yeah. Fairly seems like most people around me literally have to be dating somebody. Like they break up and a week later they're with someone else. I've been chilling solo for like four years and never felt the need to be with anyone. If I happen across someone and we get along great sure let's give it a whirl so weird how people think it's impossible to be happy when you're single for real people be feeling to be in a relationship when they get out of one they need to go right into the next one to make them happy and obviously it just tells that you're not happy for real but you don't realize that like you can really just be by yourself i feel like if i was a single person or if i was not married obviously or not with someone i just be living my life like i don't think i really think about other people like that like friends for sure i think i'll need friends but like to be in a relationship nah that's not a need that hasn't hasn't been a need and if anything happens between my me and my husband knock on plastic knock on wood let me knock on wood knock on wood for real i wouldn't be that kind of person like i'm not i'm not finna be out here man no no i'm chilling cat calling yes we don't find that no not a cat call. If you want to speak to a woman, 
come up to her, say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. You know, I've been watching you. You know, you look, you're looking real nice. I like this. Comment on certain details. I like the necklace. You know, I like your smile because it's nice and bright. You know what I'm saying? You got the cutest almond eyes. Stuff like that. Get very specific. Let us know that you out here paying attention. Not, yo, red shirt. That's not working. Or, guys, I am. Or, however y'all do it. It's not, okay. Or, what did, what, did, what did a guy call me? Brown? Brown skin? I'm just, just finna turn around and be like, yes, you called me? No. No, no, no. The only person I can't call is my wife. Hey, baby, where you been all my life? It's different when you shout it at your wife. Shout it to your wife 20 years later. I do that to my husband. I be like, you, you come here often? He would say no, and then... Or sometimes he says yes. But yeah. Sometimes he be saying no. And I be like, you lying. And then I gotta work I gotta work hard to get, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say the next thing. Someone said this is the only instance when catcalling is appropriate in my opinion. I love seeing couples who have been together forever say things like hey hot stuff to each other and be cute and really ridiculous like that. It makes me so happy to see, especially if it's an older couple, that's true. But when my husband walking by like dang who that is? Who that is? That me? Golly, you looking good today. You is looking good today. Dang, I don't want to look at you. I just want to look. I just want to take a peek at you. I really be doing that. He probably thinks something's, you know, something's up, but I'm fine. Nothing's wrong with me. All right, so the next topic um, is people who have been catfished. How did you catch on that you were being lied to? It was when I was a teenager, not too long after the birth of ICQ. Don't know what that is. Maybe I should need. Maybe I should know. What is ICQ? Oh, ICQ is like a form of instant messages. Okay. I don't know where this message comes from, but I don't know. So, I was a teen. It was when I was a teenager, not too long after the birth of ICQ. I had met this one person in the chat room and things started to get more and more personal. Not too long after, they eventually broke down and admitted that they had been lying and that they weren't a young hot girl but instead a man. The guy seemed really remorseful and I couldn't bring myself to tell him that I actually wasn't a young hot lesbian either. (laughs) Wow. Yep. Someone said, I don't think anybody was ever what they said they were in those old school chat rooms. That's true. Y'all just out here talking to people, man. Out here lying and talking, lying and talking. At least y'all were both on the same page. You should have told him. So at least he didn't feel too bad. All right. I used to be on Omegle, which is a chat site, a few times when I was 17 or so. Everyone asked age and sex, male or female. And most of them would disconnect when you said you were male. So at one point, I told people I was a female just to be able to talk to people. Anyway, I connected to a girl, and we had a great time together. We chatted for two hours or so. I believe we, I believe before we gave each other our Skype address, I had to create mine in a quick hurry because I didn't have a fake girly Skype address that matched my fake name. We went on to chat. We went on to chat almost every day just for fun, and even though 
I knew I was lying to her by being a girl. I still had some fun, but I really felt guilty for lying to her. And I knew we couldn't meet in real life, even though we lived close to each other. One day she confessed that she was lying to me about something. That thing turned out to be she was a guy as well. We kept contact and we had a great time together still. And we actually met each other once. He died two years later though, but still good times. Wow, y'all are her catfishing each other. But it's the need to fit in, I guess. But see, you had a whole guy friend this whole time. Y'all probably lie for the same reasons. That's funny, though. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. In my sophomore year of college, my friend Carrie, male, 19, met a girl named Kelly in a chat room. They talked a lot and got close. One day, Kelly really revealed... Kelly revealed that her boyfriend beat her up and broke her jaw. Carrie drove to a city a few hours away to rescue her and learned that Kelly was really Kenny. Kenny tortured Carrie into giving up all his passwords and then murdered him and left his corpse in a field? Then Kenny impersonated Carrie online for several days in an attempt to cover his tracks. He did a bad job and got caught and killed himself in jail before trial. I realize how this sounds with all the names being key, but it's a true story. You can Google it. It really messed me up for a while. Wow. Don't be out here trying to meet people online, man. That's scary, man. These are people's kids, even though Carrie was 19, but still. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. My ex-girlfriend tried catfishing me to test me. It took me about 30 seconds of looking through the profile before I realized that the name was her name backwards. The craziest thing is that she really thought it would work. That girl was bonkers. I was talking to a girl I met on Tinder, and while I have on my profile that I'm not interested in being anyone's third, she kept talking about the guy she was currently seeing and how hot he was and didn't I want to him with him later. And if I wanted to with him later... I eventually found her Facebook, and his and his was a real Facebook. While well, okay, I eventually found her Facebook, and his was a real Facebook. While hers consisted of two really fake-looking photos and no actual information, so it became apparent at that point it was the guy just trying to get by girls to sex with him. Someone said that's clever. That's not clever. Clearly, that's weird. People are weird. These forums are telling me that people are weird, and yeah, people are weird. People out here trying to kill people. People out here trying to just sex people. There was a case on like Judge, some not Judge Mathis. It was like People's Court or something. And this guy, he had like he was cat. Maybe it was catfish. It was catfish. Duh. I'm slow. He had like seven or maybe four to seven girls and he was all getting nudes from every single last one of them. And they thought that he was this hot guy. Obviously, that's how catfish always works. But they thought that they were, you know, he was the. they thought that they were the only person in his life. But he had like eight women and they all were sending him nudes. And he had the nerve to say that he didn't look at him like that. Yeah, right. About six years ago, I found out my brother was a catfish. He had been catfishing this young man in the UK whilst being in America. He had fake pictures, a fake name, but his real phone number. The guy being catfish, we'll call him Lenny, would repeatedly call my brother and leave messages on our house phone. My brother and Lenny often sat, 
sent each other packages of sweets. Lenny made the decision to come to America to visit since he's never been. My brother agreed. And on the day Lenny arrived in Texas, my brother told him the truth, but never actually met up with Lenny. Lenny tried all week trying to convince my brother to meet him, telling him he just wanted to know who he really was. My brother never showed. Lenny called religiously every day for about a month trying to get my brother back. I think he really loved him, and that I never heard from him again. After that, I've never heard from him again. Wow. That's wild. Why you make that man spend all the money for you to tell him the truth? Now he out there thinking he's going to find the love of his life. And you cat like you ghosted him. Stop lying in the first place. If you can't even tell the truth, well, I guess if you can't tell the truth, that's why you're lying. Anyway, stop lying. And if we can draw this into the segment, this person don't need closure because clearly that person is a liar. You don't trust liars. If that message didn't give you enough information that you needed, here's here's me drawing it back. You can't trust that liar. Um, all right. About 10 years ago, I started chatting with a guy in one of the Yahoo chat rooms. We had only been chatting for a few weeks when suddenly he disappeared offline for about two weeks. I was so worried, but then his sister contacted me and told me he'd been in a terrible motorcycle accident. He was in ICU, but she kept in touch with me to let me know how he was. After about a month, he got back online and we talked every day. We traded pics and eventually I got on webcam to say hi. He couldn't do the same because of some issues with his computer. Now we all know, nah. We talked like this for nearly three years. Phones. There's phones now. It was around this time that I realized his sister, it was around this time that I realized his sister was actually him. It didn't matter though. I was besotted, 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 besotted. B-E-S. B-E-S-O-T-T-E-D. Besotted is to become strongly infatuated. All right. I was besotted with him, and I mean totally head over heels. Then one day, he just disappeared. His profile was deleted, all his accounts were gone, and I had not heard a single word from him since. I still have absolutely no idea who he or she really was, and it messed up me up for a while. I still think about it at times. I would do anything to know the truth. See, y'all need to stop lying to people and stop wasting people's time because you are really hurting people. And that's very annoying. And it's really getting me upset. And I don't even know this person. Next, I talked to this guy, Sean, for months, probably close to a year. Then, poof, gone. It sucked, but oh well. Six months later, I start talking to another guy with the same unusual middle name. He turned out to be Sean's ex-boyfriend. Middle name? And about 80% of the stuff I knew about Sean was actually about him. He broke up with Sean six months before and took his phone back. And that's why he disappeared. Hmm. Interesting. It's too much. That's what it is. I really like turkey liver, and the next thing I know, someone's yanking me out the water. I really like turkey. I don't understand that one. 
I don't know if I'm missing something, put it in the comments because I don't know. Yep, someone said what's up with the last slide. Oh, it's catfishing, but literally catching a catfish by grabbing it out of the water. Chicken liver is supposedly something catfish go nuts over. Whether it's true or not, I wouldn't know as every time I've tried fishing for catfish, I never caught one. Okay. Ooh, someone said, when I was 15, I met a 16-year-old girl from Tennessee online, and she seemed really nice. Then she sat, sent me a child. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going over there. Nope, 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 nope. Yep, all right. So now that segment is over. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if you enjoyed that down below. Let me know if you enjoyed anything down below because I want you to start talking to me, please. <laughs> no, but... um. Now we're going to get into the segments of what we learned this week and the challenge of this week. And what we learned this week is basically after we sat down and analyzed how this week went, what is something that we learned, something that we will bring with us into, you know, our next week or whatever lessons that you learned. That's it. And the challenge can sometimes correspond with what we learned, but sometimes not. It could just be something that you want to challenge yourself with. Right. All right. So what I learned this week is cheesy and it's something that a lot of people say and it's just something that I practice or apply just in a different space in my head. Like I know it's true and it's possible, but I just practice it in a different realm of all the all the realms that I encompass. Is that the word? But I learned that you can achieve the unimaginable with the right mindset. Right. So it's cheesy because we all heard this like, you know, you change your mind, you change your life because I say that. Right. But certain things that I wouldn't expect to become a reality or even think that was a path that I would ever be taking in my entire life. It's often normal to be like, ah, you have doubts, you have, you know, reasons why you're anxious and all the stuff. Anxiety attacks, because that was me last week. Um over this thing but it's like now I realize like I changed my the way I think about it and I, everything starts to make more sense like I'm not anxious anymore like I feel more comfortable with traveling down this route so it's really just the mindset all right comment your challenge and you know comment what you learned and your challenge down below okay so my challenge is to stay consistent with waking up early planning the week out and getting all my shit done because, you know, it feels good when you wake up and you start, like, you know, you're not on your phone. You're not lounging around. You get the work done. Especially if you have kids, you know, you got to wake up a little earlier than them. And, you know, I make the mistake of waking up, like, probably 30 minutes earlier than them when I need to be, like, an hour, hour 30 so I can get some certain things done. Because kids don't allow you to be. You can't even think when them boys are up. When they up, they don't let you think. Mom, 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 mom. So, um, yeah, I want to stay consistent with doing that because there's a lot of things that I have to do, I have to plan, I have to get things going and running and to be copacetic. So that is my challenge and I am up for this challenge. It's a very exciting challenge. I like waking up early. It's just the thought of like, I don't know, it's hard for me to get up, but once I'm up, I'm, I'm good and I'm going. You know what I'm saying? 
it's just hard for that beginning part to just come up. Um, waking up is the hard part, but I am a morning person. It's just my eyes be burning because uh, obviously I probably didn't get enough sleep. Or even if I sleep in, my eyes burn. The getting up part is really hard for me. If you're the same way, let me know. And if you know what it is, also let me know because I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's okay, but I can wake up at 5. It's just horrible getting up. But once I'm up and I'm actually out the bed, I'm fine. And I can operate. I don't know what it is. All right. You guys, comment what you learn. Comment your challenge. Comment your feedback. Let me know. All that stuff. All right. Give us five stars. I keep saying us. Give me a five star rating. Follow me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Ashley XO Simone. Soul Division Instagram is Soul Division. Um, and that's where I post, you know, little clips, little, you know, pop, pop, pop little things you'll know when i upload but also if you subscribe that's what you should do subscribe to this channel and hit the notification bell and that way you know when i upload you'll get the notification when i upload that has been another episode of solar vision the safe channel to your soul i hope this episode was safe for your soul and gave your soul exactly what you needed i have been your host ashley dukes and i'll see you next time